Hey there, and welcome to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest today is Oliver Gellis. Oliver is CMO at Orthofy, a tech-enabled service company whose mission is to increase access and affordability of care in the healthcare space, primarily dentistry and orthodontics. Oliver, welcome. So great to have you. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Now, we're going to talk in a second about a really interesting topic, and it's about sharing original data and information as a content strategy. We're going to dive deep into that. But first, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Give us kind of the quick 30-second version, a little bit about your background and you know how you got to Orthofy. I've been in the healthcare space, primarily in dental, for over 20 years now mainly on the marketing side. I love marketing. I love telling stories and influencing good buying decisions. And my story with Orthofy was I had been running marketing for another company and had seen an acute issue with case acceptance and patients being able to access care. And I had been lecturing around the industry on a number of different topics. And so the founders of Orthofy, who are friends of mine, brought me into the concept that they were nesting. We really had a very exciting solution that we think could really transform. And what we've seen over the last eight or nine years is that we've really been able to change the conversation in that space and are now expanding into other verticals, general dentistry, and in the future, hopefully other healthcare verticals to bring the same patient benefits and the same practice benefits to more people. Now, let's just dive right into our topic. You know, I think just about any marketing team, any company would recognize the value of firsthand data, research and collecting data. And a lot of companies will turn that into reports or whatever, and then maybe give away the report, you know, maybe gate it, maybe not. But what you guys do is a little bit different. You might do some of that, but you also make that data available to any, really anyone who's interested and they can use it to create their own content. And I think, you know, some marketing teams might balk at that a little bit, be like, well, whoa, that's, this is like precious material here. You know, we can't just give it away, but you guys essentially do. So I guess we should take a step back and tell us what kind of research you guys do and what kind of data you have. And then how do you make it available to people and and why do you do that? Yeah. I mean, our software, our product actually collects a lot of different data points. Basically everything in the customer journey, along with the final outcomes of how many patients actually accept and start treatment and what dynamics and how patients actually perform and pay for their treatment, we collect all of that data. And in our space, market data is not readily available. There's no Dun & Bradstreet sort of like basic framework data model that every company can access. And, And it's really you know, universal across a lot of healthcare spaces, especially in the specialties. And so there's, there's a little bit of a, of a vacuum of that information. And so we collect a lot of it. And so obviously we use that data to inform our own product. We use it obviously to do the standard competitive benchmarking and things like that to use in marketing claims. But we also have basically market trend data that we can share with the whole industry. We can share patient behavior data. We can share patient demographic slicing. We can do a lot of things that the practices and the market at large does not have. And so our strategy of building our brand has been around establishing ourselves as an authority. So we believe that we can actually improve outcomes. 
But in order to say you can improve outcomes, you need to show what the before and the benchmark is and what the out- outcomes are. And so we believe that we establish our authority by using data and establishing credibility. So obviously, at first, we were using it ourselves. But then since then, what we've evolved to is we have become known for being a very authoritative source of data in the industry. And so what we want is for everyone that consumes data in the industry to know that it comes from us. And so for that reason, we not only put it out ourselves, but we're always making it available to any author, any practice management consultant that is out there, any non-competitive company that is going to be going out and speaking about market trends. And all that we ask for humbly is just for a mention and a notation and sort of to watermark that this was data provided by Orthofy. And so, you know, that has, you know, created kind of a brand halo where everyone knows that about us. It is one of our brand features is that everyone knows that we know all the data. And that has driven a lot of indirect traffic back to us, not just the traditional outbound, you know, sales and marketing effort and then response, but really that halo back to us along with a whole number of other things. Why is that the case? Why is that sort of driving all this value towards you guys, do you think? There's a lot of change in a lot of industries and healthcare is definitely no exception. And a lot of practice owners, be it the mom and pop single practice owner, all the way up to the new dental service organizations with tons of locations, they feel this change. And that change, you know, really stimulates a lot of discomfort and fear. And so when they can partner with a company that really understands the trends and is essentially building all of that trend data into how they solution, there's a a great comfort in knowing that if I partner with this company, they're going to keep me ahead of whatever market trends arise. What have you seen other companies, other publishers do with your data? We've had lots of um, published articles. We just met with, for example, a cadre of the 13 top consultants in our industry, and we shared all of this data with them, not just in a presentation format, but offered at the end of the presentation to give them all of the numbers, all of the data, the spreadsheets, so that they, when they go out and speak, they all align to all of the trends that we saw. We opened some eyes on some and we're prompting new topics. So they're lecturing all around the the industry. They're publishing articles and they're attributing this data, you know, to us. And so that's where all the points converge is everyone's reading articles in different venues. They're hearing messages on different podiums. And the the one consistent thread is I got this data from OrthoFi. As you said, that bolsters your brand as these are the guys with the data. Exactly. We want to be the authority. We know what's going on in the industry. You may choose to work with us and use our products, or you may not. But we want it to be where there's no question that we know what's going on in the industry um, and that we're the authority source. Do you think that this is peculiar to OrthoFry, or could any company potentially try this strategy? Or like, what would be your advice to you know a marketing team that's like, oh, that's cool. We want to Sounds like a good idea. We should try that. What would be your advice to that? I absolutely, I'm a huge proponent of it. If you have a product and whether it's direct function or it's indirect function is to gather all kinds of actual data, consumer behavior data, anything like that, 
I believe that you can leverage it positively, not by being selfish, but being selfless. And it actually will ripple and come back to you through authority. An example that I can think of, of a company that sort of, you know, reinvigorated their brand is like an IBM with the concept of Watson. And essentially they came to a very similar conclusion. You know, the good part about IBM is they've been around forever. So they've accumulated reams and reams and reams of data. And someone over there figured out, well, you know, we have all this data. Can we actually make an offensive weapon with it? And they did by simply advertising that they have Watson. And of course, it's, you know, evolved into AI, which is a big buzzword. So that's the other application of data. You don't have to just share flat data. You can share data and insights and AI around data, which is essentially what Watson has evolved into. But it's a similar strategy where they're essentially, they want to sell hardware, they want to sell cloud storage, they want to sell all these things. But their thrust is, we as IBM, we have all of the data to inform your best strategies. And that's essentially what Watson is. So it's a similar concept on a different scale. Okay, so just be like IBM, do what they do. (laughs) On that campaign, I'm not going to say as a marketing person that I, I love towards everything that they do. But I do think that was a novel cut to create some freshness in a brand that was viewed as a little bit older. Okay, very good. Well, Oliver, I, I could ask you many more questions, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop there because I think you have other, other stuff you got to do. So thank you so much for a great conversation. Really enjoyed it. Appreciate you having me on, Jeremy. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.